Hello, I am Johnson Obamainty. And I am Faye Obamainty. We are the host of Oasis of Hope podcast. Yes. Yeah. So, how are you today? I am doing wonderful. I know. Coming to another episode of Voices of Hope podcast. Yes. Aren't you excited? I am excited because to... we have two questions yes. <laughs> that... that have been pulled out of many that we received. Yes. You know? And we get to um, share that. Um, one of them we already shared actually during our weekly prayer, but we get the opportunity to probably elaborate further. Yes. Yes. So uh, why don't we just go ahead and dive into it and, uh, and start with the very first question. Okay. This very first one um, has um, really been a hot topic for a while. So uh, the first one um, coming from um, Texas here, it says, why, it is, why is it so easy to deceive even Christians with conspiracy theories. Okay. Hmm. So when we talk about conspiracy theories, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to know what that means to begin with. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, some form of beliefs or thoughts or, you know, some form of a covert theories or beliefs that is influential uh, by organizations, right? Mm -hmm. So that, you know, what, what I mean, a simple fact, what that is saying is that it's a belief that is perpetrated by an organization or by, you know, uh, an entity, mm -hmm. you know, that is saying, that is showing, that is saying that, oh, well, this particular people or this particular set is responsible for whatever is happening. So it's more like a political ideology. <laughs> Yes, yes. In in a way, it could be a political ideology, uh, and also it could be uh, a form of an ideology that pinpoint certain set of people or certain particular organization mm -hmm. or group of people. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's like okay, something is happening, and then you say, well, this thing that is happening is happening as a result of this. Mm -hmm. This thing that is happening, remember one time that, okay, some people would say, oh, guess what? You know, all these tornadoes and all this uh, catastrophic mm -hmm. weather is happening as a result of these people's sin, mm -hmm. as a result of this and that. Mm -hmm. So we have things like that. Those are, can be a form of conspiracy theories. Some people can say, you know what? Oh, the reason why we, you know, why we lost so many people to COVID nineteen the pandemic in United States is because of you know our sin of abortion or our sin of this and that. So it could be a lot of uh, reasons. Then, but then why do Christians buy into this? If we say this is conspiracy, mm -hmm. you know, conspiracy, something you conspire, mm. something conspire against. Against any group people, of people, any, group or any group group of people. exactly, or any organization. So you conspire against an organization to pin them mm -hmm. with some adversity or some situation that uh, you know that is not uh, ideal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the question um, is is from a believer, a Christian. Why mm -hmm. is it so easy to mm -hmm. deceive even okay. Christian with conspiracy theories? So these are. Um, people that have been 
blood bought by the Lord Jesus Christ belong to the body of Christ. Why is it so easy? Okay, so you know, reading from Second Peter chapter three verse three, right? Mm -hmm. So this is an evidence of an end time. So what Peter wrote this so many years ago, but it applies today as evidence of end time. In Second Peter chapter three verse three, it says, "Know this first of all." Mm -hmm. That in the last days, mockers, mockers, conspirators will come with mocking. You know, so conspirators will come with conspiracy theories, following after their own lusts. And even they will come to a point and asking, what are the signs of his coming? You know? Because they know, like, uh, part of that conspiracy theory has been that, you know, some said already said, oh, Jesus was going to come so, so, so time. Jesus already came. Oh, Jesus, you know, like several years ago, you know, there was a set that said, oh, Jesus will come certain time of the year. Oh, even though, I mean, we Y2K. remember Y2K, right? Mm -hmm. So when a lot of people started selling and doing well, you know, doing away with what they had. So we realized that Y2K came and went. Nothing happened. And then some people are saying, oh, Jesus uh, was coming so, so time. Or even Jesus already came. And then somebody was joking and said, oh, you go to New York. You might see a couple of Jesus sitting there. But we know that our own Jesus is one Jesus, one Lord, one Savior. And we cannot be deceived because he said that we, he himself didn't even know the time of his coming. Only God Only knows, his heavenly father. Right? Only the heavenly fathers know exactly when he's coming back. And charges us to occupy exactly. and be prepared so, for his coming. And so how do we undergird this as Christians? How do we get around this to continue to stand and not to be flown or blown away like a shark? And that is found in Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. It says... Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately, accurately handling the work of truth. You accurately handling the word of truth. The word of God is the word of truth. But avoid, avoid, avoid worldly and empty chatter, chatting. Mm. that is empty, chatting that is ungodly, for it will lead to further ungodliness. Mm. And why do we say that chatting like this will lead to further ungodliness? Because it's spread like gangrene. Mm. But the Bible is so complete. I love the word of God. It already tells us what to do. It says um, to avoid worldly, this worldly chatter. That's so right. conspiracy theories are part of what the Bible calls worldly, worldly chatter. chatter exactly. um, more like evil communication. Ev more like um, nonsensical chatter or exactly. nonsensical things that um, has no basis. And he says, yes. avoid them. Yes, baseless wow. communication. So as simple as that, mm -hmm. avoid them. Yes. And if we avoid them, just like the word of God says, then... Mm -hmm. um, we will they see will not be deceived we by will it. not be deceived by it. so this question from um this um believer on why is it easy 
um, for believers to be deceived with conspiracy theories, the answer is right there in that second Timothy that you just read two fifteen. because instead of avoiding it, we're embracing it. That's correct. And, and, and another thing is this, any, any godly religion that proselyte hate is not of God. And I think we always go back yes. to again, yeah. well, so, religion, we always say that because we get questions about this. Exactly. For religion, us as believers yeah. in Jesus Christ, which is the way, the only way, the truth and the life, it's about relationship exactly. and not religion. Exactly. And for us to kind of weigh that, can we then say that the only place, because it talks about godliness, mm. that um, it will lead to further ungodliness. Yes, so, charting. Charting so, of this nature. Exactly. So embracing worldly chatter will lead to ungodliness. Yes. Avoiding it will lead us to um, a Christ-like um, nature, which okay. is godly. Okay, so when he says avoid, right? And then if you avoid something that is ungodly, if you avoid something that is unrighteous, if you avoid something that will lead you away from the ways of God, then you will not be deceived by it. So in order to be deceived by it, you have to give room to it. You have to give your attention to it. Time to it. And time. Effort to it. Um, energy to it exactly. and it consumes every single thing yeah. um, in your mind um, in your concentration in your meditation and before you know it it overtakes you um, which is okay. really the key exactly thing. and I'm glad he asked this uh, we got this question right and we pull, we pull this question for a purpose because when he says how and why are Christians or believers still being deceived why? Because we said that we, the scripture already asked us to avoid charts like this, to avoid situation communications of this nature. But then why are we still being deceived? Because it is the last day. Because wow. it is the last day, people, Christians, believers are looking for a lot of things. Mm. Uh, rather than they're looking... They're hungry for a lot of things. Well... And let's say, what are some of those things they're looking or hungry for? Exactly. That's why, that's what, okay, in the last days, the Bible talks about, you know, our ears. We, we have itching ears, you know, because believers have itching ears. They want to hear something. Oh, what does say the Lord? Or even rather than going to the Bible and hear from God or seeking God in prayer, and then uh, spending time with God to hear from God themselves, they want to hear from somebody telling them, thou says the Lord. Wow. So, and we know that when that happens so much, um, I'm reminded of the scripture that, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness exactly. and everything shall be added unto you. So we have this void um, 
of hungering after the things of God, the nature of God, who he is, his word, his kingdom. And so this um, writing from God's word that tells us this is what is going to happen in the last days, people with itchy ears, they're being drawn away. So instead of avoiding, just like the word of God says, they're being pulled even closer to it. That is true. Exactly. And you know, Matthew 7, 7 says, ask, seek. Seek. When you seek God, you find God. However, people are looking for leaders. Mm. That's another reason. People are looking for leaders. People are looking for somebody to look onto and say, oh, this is my leader. This is the person. But God, Bible specifically says, put your faith in God and Him alone. Mm, you know, seek Him. Seek God. Seek, his, seek God. And God will show you himself. So because people are hungry for leaders, they're thirsty for leaders, they're looking for leaders in human beings. Mm, mm. You see? And because of this, so that's one of the reasons why everything that comes from individuals as opposed to coming from God has a major effect on people. Mm, and mm. they tend to listen to this. Because that's what another reason also is that people lack understanding of God's will. Mm. You know, even the mother prayer talks about the will of God. Yes. You know, we want the will of God to be done. Even as it is heaven, bring it on earth so that his kingdom can reign on earth as it is in heaven. So we ask for his will. And his will is that we will be knowledgeable. We will not partake in charters that, 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 that can drive us away from the will of God. Mm, mm, mm. That is very, very good. That's very mm -hmm. good. And then also, another reason is because of lack of accountability. Mm. You know, uh, we're not, uh, you know we, people are not as accountable to God. And also to each other, mm. you know, they're not holding each other accountable. You know, for instance, if you know that you have a weakness, you have somebody that you're accountable to. Mm -hmm. That, you that will put you in check. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that you're aware of that. And then another reason is that people are careless with their work and relationship. Remember earlier you said that. We're not talking about religion. Yes. We're talking about relationship. Because we always like to clarify that. Because if we don't clarify that, we're going to get an email, you know, that is going to say, oh, but that is not. So we like to clarify that because we do have a lot of people from different countries um, in Africa, India, and things like that that contact us. So we're very, very... Um, careful and intentional in basically providing the guidance from God's word. It's about relationship. Very well. And that's what God desires. Even from the time of the Garden of Eden, he desires a relationship with, uh, with Adam and Eve so and when, continue to desire that with us. So when people are careless with this relationship, this privilege that God has given us, um, for those that are in Christ Jesus to be called his own, when they're careless with this relationship, they're then open to this drawing. And a lot of deception. And a lot of deception. Exactly. It, 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 looks like, it looks like it's just, um, you know, 
as we're talking and I'm just kind of you know thinking that the answer is making sure that our face is in God's word every single day, every exactly. single opportunity. Exactly. Because if God's word tells us in 2 Timothy 2.15 already, the solution, mm -hmm. and if we're not in God's word, then it, the, the tendency to fall for this will happen um, without people even knowing this happened. But if our face is constantly in God's word daily, every opportunity we get that we're ingesting it and that we are meditating on it, then we will be able to discern yes. when these things pop up. Exactly. You know, one thing that came to mind, you know, when we were talking earlier, you were talking about grading. Yes. When you're grading exams, you have rubrics yes. that you use to grade other exams. So if we apply that to all these conspiracy theories or what we're hearing from other people, the rubric that we use to judge or determine the validity of that word is the word of God. Amen. I oh. love, love that. I love how you brought that up mm -hmm. and made that connection and application. Mm -hmm. That's true. So the rubric for anything, any theory yes. out there is the word of God. Is our yes. plumb line. Does it line up so, with yeah. the word of God? If the word of God tells us this is what we need to do, like this, avoid this worldly chatter. That's exactly because it says if we don't, this is what is going to lead. It's going to exactly. lead you to, um, you know, um, ungodliness, ungodliness, you know, exactly. so, and we don't want that. And then it will spread like gangrene. Yes. So that's what we need to do. So that's just the finality of it. You know, the word of God is our final arbiter. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, um, it, this is, this is in encouraging, in encouraging our brothers and sisters out there, get in the word of God for yourself, get yes. to know, um, the father, the son, the Holy spirit yes. through the word of God. Um, not just once a week or twice a week, but every single yes. day and every opportunity you get in every single day. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. correct. So we're moving on to the Second and last question. Right? Yes, the second question, and we uh, we talked about this, and this is from one of our international um, mm -hmm. um, partners that shared this with us. It mm -hmm. actually came forth as a prayer request mm -hmm. and also asking for guidance, and we shared this during our weekly um, prayer, yeah. um, you know, this past week, but also wanted to have the opportunity to use it to encourage um, our brothers, our sisters, or anyone out there, because you don't really know where people are. So much has happened from last year and even into this year that a lot of people are finding themselves, they're struggling with their faith. So the question is, um, is it a sin to doubt um, the word of God? Um, they're kind of struggling in their faith at this point. And there's a name for that. It's called deconstructing of, uh, of faith. Mm -hmm. And it's a process of unpacking and examining your faith. And we know with all what has happened, people are questioning a lot. They're questioning their faith in, you know, um, in all aspects. The good news is the Bible tells us to even do that. Um, it says in 2 um, Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourselves, not examine other people, examine your own self about your faith. Whether ye be in the faith, prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves? How that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. So this is, this is the essence of it as an encouragement. The key thing is, as you, um, 
as you deconstruct your faith, maybe you've had a hold of legalism or maybe you grew up um, in this harsh uh, rhetoric about the things of God. And now as you're working with God in your adult life, especially maybe as a millennial, a lot of questions are coming. Um, then, you know, the enemy brings in doubt even to you, just like the serpent did, you know, even in the garden. Um, did God really say, well, here are three pointers of encouragement. Every believer faces this in their work with God. Um, even um, the doubting Thomas did that. And you saw what Jesus Christ did for him to establish his faith so that there's no more question or doubt about who Jesus Christ is to That's him. Right. And if Jesus did that for Thomas and took the time to reassure him of his faith in Christ, we are doing the same even right now for you that be encouraged. Do not let it drive you away from God, the things of God, his kingdom, his people, the church. Rather, let it draw you closer to God because once you get to that place that Jesus did exactly what he did for Thomas to reassure him of his faith, you're going to find a fresh new renewal and fire inside of you that is going to revitalize your work with God. So here are three things to encourage you as you deconstruct your faith. Um, let it lead you to Jesus Christ himself. Jesus is a person. He's alive. He's your savior. He loves you, loves you so much. Jesus Christ is not a notion. He's not an idea. He's not a worldly idea. He's a person. In fact, Jesus says this himself in John 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. So let your disconstruction, your questioning, it's okay. Go to God, ask him, listen as the still small voice of the Holy Spirit whispers to you or within your spirit man. Go to his word. His word has answers. Next, let it lead you to the cross, to the cross, to the cross. The cross is our leveling ground everybody in the body of Christ that has ever accepted Jesus Christ, the free gift of salvation in Christ that we get by grace, they came through there through the cross because this is where believers in Christ, we find our identity. This is where we find our worth and our worth is in the ultimate price of Jesus' blood that he shed for us, that he used in redeeming us and paying the price for us. We could never do that and we can never do that. So let this disconstruction lead you to the cross. And Colossians 2.14 says it so well. It says, bloody now the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. That's what Jesus Christ did for you. That's what he did for you. That's what he did for me. That's what he did for us. Also, let it lead you to God's word. We were just talking about that. God's word will basically keep you and um, um, secure you yep. and Basically, make sure that you're, you, you are um, conspiracy proof. Yeah. 
You are not easily um, tossed here and there. Something happens today in the world. You're tossed here and there. You will not you be... You're not moved by any con individual, con spiracy, con, con person. I love that. That's individual. true. You will not be moved by any con in or whatever deception. way or any form of deception yeah. because the word of God will be your plumb line. So let this deconstruction that you find yourself this process or this place that you find yourself, let it lead you to God's word. Because in God's word, you will meet your heavenly father. You will meet your savior and you will meet your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who is the master teacher. And also in it, you will discover the depth of God's love for you and how he continuously gives you life. Hebrews 40, um, Hebrews 4, 12a says it so well. For the word of God is alive and active. And if God's word is alive and active, yes. it will continually quicken you. This is why you need to put your face in God's word every single day, every moment. Because every moment, every day that you're in his word, he gives you life. Because God's word is life, is alive, it's alive. And we need this in this day and age because a lot are happening. A lot has gone on. And um, who knows what is ahead? Our father does. However, we are safely in the net of his care, of his hand, right in the middle of his will. That's the safest place for any believer. And if you let the deconstructing, the, the questioning that you're having lead you to Jesus Christ himself lead you to the cross, lead you to God's word. You are coming out stronger than ever before on fire um, than ever before. So be encouraged. Let this be what this process does in you during this time. See, isn't that awesome that we serve a God that nothing surprises him, nothing catches him unaware. So he knows this even before we ask. He knows what we needed, right? Yes. And he always provides. He always makes provision for us. So that's why his word is infallible. His word is incomprehensible. Every answer to every question that we had, we have, or we will have, or we are having, no matter what, past, present or future, he has all the answers. Amen. His word has all the answers. And like your mm. favorite song that yeah. you always say, yeah. um, Jesus yeah. is the answer, the answer for the yeah. world mm. today. Yeah, that's right. Jesus was There's the answer. There's no other way. There's no other way. That's Jesus right. was the answer then. Yes. He's the answer Amen. now. And he will be the answer even in the future. Exactly. Amen. Amen. So that is what we have for today. But, uh, you know, we always cherish and, you know, delight in you joining us each time we come up through this uh, Oasis of Hope podcast. So until but next, next time, time, stay connected. connected. We, we love, love you. you.